0: Welcome to the Intelligent Dynamic Sensing podcast. My name is Bruce Malkinson and I'm the Chief Operating Officer for Sensor Technology Corporation. In each episode, you will learn from industry experts who share their insights and strategies on how to reveal hidden surface data and optimize the performance, comfort, and safety of surfaces. We will discuss and present solutions that have worked for real-world applications across fields like product design and safety testing, consumer, clinical, and human body performance. Thanks for uh, joining today, Antonio. Uh, today we're discussing measurement protocols for plantar pressure data. And the first question I have is uh, I- exactly what is the purpose of the protocol? And then uh, if you can follow that with what are some of the motivations or applications for protocols?
1: Hello, Bruce. Thank you for inviting me to the podcast. So um, first let's uh, define what is a protocol. Protocol is basically a set of rules established for a treatment or for a testing for an assessment. So let's say it is a set of rules, and the main um, and the main goal of um, of a protocol uh, in general, but in this case in uh, in plantar pressure uh, measurement, is ensure that there is a standardization of all the methods and procedures and reliability of uh, of results. So um, some of the motivations and applications for the protocols are related both to uh, the the, the practitioners uh, and the athletes and players. Because this way, having a predefined protocol, both practitioners and players can um, can really learn uh, how to perform the protocol and uh, making the process and the workflow easier and uh, the the, the quality of data
0: uh, higher. So can can you just walk us through a little bit about uh, what are the components of a protocol and how specific is it to the particular problem and um, a little bit about the measurement technology as well?
1: yeah um, the, the components of a of a protocol um, are first we need to make a difference between the design of a protocol for research purpose and a design of a protocol for uh, to be used in a applied practical and clinical setting in this case in a, a sports performance whether it is a uh, a sports performance clinic, or it is a team sports environment where you have different uh, people uh, of the of the staff of the staff working on a, on a, with with the players and with athletes for testing and monitoring. So uh, the um, the mm, the specificity of a protocol um, is given to the fact that uh, we are looking at different. Uh, metrics and different data outputs. Um, yeah, whether we are, um, whether if uh, we are uh, testing for uh, understanding biomechanical uh, profiles for a player or for tracking and monitoring rehabilitation Sean, or for screening for injury risk so uh, and this relates to the measurement technology uh, because uh, in some cases we want an athlete perform some general um, movement pattern like uh, running uh, walking and so on and in other uh, cases, we want the athletes or players performing some specific uh, movements related to the specific sports. This is for creating the, the, the particular and, and the specific load of the, um, of the specific sport in order to understand the, the biomechanical response of the, of the, of the player, uh, thanks to the, the plantar pressure data and all the other type of uh, analysis that can be obtained with uh,
0: plantar pressure measurement technology. Okay, great. Yeah, thanks for clarifying that. Um, so, with that in place, what's the process for designing an appropriate protocol?
1: Um, well, um, good question um, for designing an appropriate uh, protocol uh, in this case, uh, in, a, in a sports performance um, what we need to do is uh, first identify a problem. Uh, it is a similar process like the, the one used in, uh, in, in research. Uh, And the first step is to uh, identify a problem. Uh, So it's problem identification. The second step is understanding the goals and needs. So why we are going to measure. uh, And the third step is uh, understanding all the specific and... Environmental variables like the type of sports, uh, the key performance indicators for that kind of sports, the time availability, which is a fundamental aspect. So basically you need to answer three main questions. The first question is, what is my goal? It's a testing performance, monitoring, rehabilitation. The second question is, what I want to measure? if it's a general movement patterns or a specific movement patterns and then what is my sport and from this question um, trying to uh, understand the performance model of this specific sports and uh, the difference between the individual and team sports especially in terms of the time availability, because it is important to design the protocol also based on the time you have for testing players and athletes.
0: So with, with that uh, protocol um, uh, understood and, and the, the question, the research question, if you will, define, what process do you use to validate that the technology um, and the method will really measure what it is you want to evaluate?
1: Firstly, uh, we know that when talking about um, about uh, validation uh, and validity, we know that uh, uh, let's define validity. It's the ability, you know, of a given test to measure what it is supposed to. It is fundamental to uh, compare uh, among athletes. Um, in this case, um, in the case of plantar pressure technology and protocols that we are going to design, um, we know that the technology uh, measure, the the output of the measurement is pressure. Uh, It's pressure and and the ability of uh, the pressure in terms of uh, distribution of load on the plantar surface of the foot and also the the path and development of uh, the center of pressure over time. So uh, this is the, the what the machine know and measure. So starting from understanding this, uh, validation is based on our proper understanding of biomechanical pr- principle. If we know uh what are the 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 main um, the main aspects of a specific sports uh, in terms of uh main demands? uh whether it is acceleration whether it's a uh, speed whether it is a uh, uh, change of direction and so on uh once we understood this then we can uh analyze and use the pressure data compared to the specific activity
0: uh, in you know in speaking about the specific activity how did the how do the details of the specific specific activity or the sport itself affect the protocol design um,
1: yeah um, the details of the specific activity uh, affect the um, protocol uh, design um, especially um, uh, when um, there is a, how to say, a difference between the the the, the, the energy systems involved, uh, if it's a long duration uh, event uh, or a, a so an endurance based event or a strength power oriented event. Uh, because in just in case it's a strength power oriented event, uh, we are more interested in understanding uh, how uh, the 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 propulsion uh, forces and the acceleration of the three segments of the foot during the rollout is uh, um, is um, how to say working respect to an endurance, uh, event. Also the dynamics of the foot strike is, uh, very different. So all these details are going to, uh, to affect, uh, the way we design, uh, a protocol and also the, the, the duration
0: of the, of the test as well. So throughout this series, we've been discussing plantar pressure data and there are multiple mo- modalities for this, right? Stance pads, runways, insoles. So how are the uses of these and the available data from them affected by the protocol or the other way around?
1: I like to say that it is not that the type of, uh, of, uh, uh, of device being used, a stance pad, a uh, walkway or in-show uh, sensors, is going to uh, affect um, the uh, protocol, uh, um, the protocol, and the and the measurement. It's more than each of this uh, type of hardware has different goals uh, based on the intrinsic nature of the hardware. So. Um, In in, in the case of sports, uh, we are mainly using a stance pad uh, for a more general and baseline uh, analysis, for static analysis and to look at the uh, pressure distribution on the plantar surface of the foot in a static position uh, and looking at peak pressure point for balance assessment, for biofeedback training, a walkway mat, which is uh, longer than a stance pad, is uh, useful for a dynamic analysis for walking uh, gait analysis. And you can use also barefoot, uh, which is good for uh, for some kind of, uh, of athletes. You can use for shoe fitting and for rehabilitation as well. The, the inshore are really more... Uh, helpful for speed running evaluation, sport-specific movement, for show fitting, uh, because you are going to look at what happens inside the shows, respect that that on the walkway sensor, and it's good for return to play, because you can uh, perform specific movements directly on the pitch and directly on on the field, to understand if an athlete is ready to to to, to competition again and for tra- into training again.
0: So uh, let's let's um, change the topic just a little bit uh, and talk about standardization of these measurements and how important is standardization and w- exactly what what does that mean and why is it so important?
1: Uh, standardization is uh, fundamental. Uh, it is amazing. Uh, the standardization is a procedure used in science to increase the validity and reliability of research. Uh, uh, let's first define reliability and validity. Uh, reliability is how repeatable a performance test is, and it is essential to compare an athlete over time. And validity is the ability of a given test to measure what it is supposed to. It's fundamental to compare among athletes. Um, Standardization is um, uh, important. It's a method you know, used to gather data for specific testing and evaluation purposes. And why it's important? It's important and fundamental because first, it's, uh, the standardization process, uh, process is going to ensure reliability and allow comparison between uh, within athletes. And among. Also, the second um, reason is that it's going to a standardization process is going to facilitate uh, the work of the staff members and also confidence in the workflow among staff members because each one knows how to do and uh, each uh, and there will be no difference between testing measurements, um, um, from di- uh, coming from different staff members, so standardization is, uh, uh, is a fundamental process to increase the validity and the quality of uh, measurement as well.
0: Can let's talk a little bit about um, you know the importance of standardization and how that's unique for some of the specific modalities, like for example stance pads.
1: Yeah, um, in, in the case of a stance pad, where we are going to uh, measure an athlete, or a, a person, an individual, in a standing static um, position, uh, it is important that the athlete, uh, we, we need to decide uh, before if we want to test it with, with or without shoes, depending on what we want to see, if we want to test the effect of a shoes on an athlete or if we want to look at the basic uh, biomechanical uh, profile of, a, of an athlete uh, when, when standardizing uh, we need to know that if the test is barefoot this is an sem- example uh, we need that the athletes perform some foot mobility exercises before stepping on the mat after taking off the shoes to uh, for at least three minutes. This is important because uh, you can uh, avoid all the, uh, the constraints that the foot has inside the shoes before performing the test. Uh, you need to have a standardized position on the, on the, um, on the pad uh, uh, in order to be able to, to compare over time different tests and aligning the feet in a specific way, uh, uh, providing a specific time framework for for recording, whether it is five or ten seconds, and uh, and for, and also uh, based on literature, um, if you want to, this is for measuring. The, 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 the pressure of the foot. If you want to test them for balance, uh, you need to change as well the, the position of the, of the, of the feet uh, based on uh, what we know from, uh, from literature. We normally feet 30 degrees wide open and with the heels at a two centimeter distance. Uh, and so
0: how is that different for runway sensors?
1: Uh, you know with the runway we're going um, to perform a totally different type of analysis because we are uh, acquiring dynamic data and not static. You know that um, most of the time uh, when uh, switching from static analysis to dynamic analysis in dynamic acquisition, you can see the, the if some, uh, if the athlete, if the individual is going to compensate for some uh, for some uh, problem uh, that you have seen in a static analysis, um, so we're going to perform dynamic uh, analysis. Uh, you need the athlete and player step on the on the mat. In this case with or without shows depending on what you want to see uh, even in this case uh, if the test is barefoot uh, le- the athletes should perform some foot mobility exercises before stepping on the mat for at least three minutes uh, and We usually let the athlete walk on the mat without starting data recording because we need to let him walk for at least eight footsteps in order for him to get used to the contact with the mat Um, and then after eight uh footsteps we need to start recording the data to capture uh, at least 12 total footsteps so that you have uh, you have possibility to choose uh which footsteps to analyze deeply in uh, in the in the analysis process
0: antonio thanks again for your time and for these fantastic insights on the design of protocols and the application of plantar pressure data uh in the support of of gate assessment thank you very much bruce Thank you for tuning in to the Intelligent Dynamic Sensing Podcast. To learn more, go to extensor.com or email us at sales at with any questions you may have. We'd love to hear from you. Never miss an episode by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts.